Hello, welcome one and all once again to another week of the A to the K wrestling show. As always, I'm Carl. Joining me as always, it is Anthony. I don't know which way he is on the screen. Is he up? Is he down? Left or right? You think I'd know by now. Well, we're here. Well, I mean, if you listen anyway, who gives a fuck? But Anthony, who gives a fuck? We are back and we've just had a pretty... Uh, Pretty fun afternoon, evening, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. I mean, for those of you who follow the show, you know we usually start with the news, but uh, this week, and it'll probably still be in the right order for you, but this week we started with a particular interview. And I'll be honest with you, Carl, I think we've peaked. Like, I, I, <laughs> Where do we I'm go done. from here? You know. <laughs> now, for those of you, it will be up soon, I promise you, if it's not already, but uh, we have been able to interview the amazing, the inspiring Diamond Dallas Page this week and honestly genuinely childhood hero for both me and Carl this is the first time we've interviewed someone where you can go I've played as that guy in a video game like <laughs> that is true that, that's fucked up like we, we, we've we played that guy on the PS2 that's insane like never actually had an interview like that before where it's someone that like that it's that ingrained to our wrestling childhood if you will and obviously we both love the film Ready to Rumble as much as people critically pan it um, Guilty Pleasure of ours and one, again another childhood film that we fucking loved and he is obviously the villain in that film couldn't get any more surreal than interviewing this guy and what a fucking ledge he is as well what a nice guy literally the nicest dude you know what I mean couldn't didn't rush anything, was happy to tell us all the stories ever possible. All the stories. All the stories. Just such a good Amazing. dude, man. Honestly. Yeah. You know, everyone talks cool about dude. him in the wrestling a good dude, but you know, to take the time he took just to chat to us, you know, us two schmucks. Um Yeah, just two random folks from the UK. Just because we love wrestling, he's just a fucking <laughs> awesome guy. He is. So, um, so that being said, you know, we've probably got some other stuff we need to do this yeah. week as well. I mean, so we, have to do, we have to do the other shit, that, I suppose, but you know. <laughs> love it. What is that shit? Uh, so, Carl, aside from that interview, which we've mentioned, uh, we're going to talk about all the latest news and rumors in the world of wrestling this week in the Ringside Report. We are then going to talk about the four big shows being Raw, NXT, AEW's Dynamite and SmackDown in This Week in Wrestling. And then, obviously, there's a nice little addition to This Week in Wrestling, Carl, and probably a, a segment in its own right when I edit it. Uh, we're going to talk about the backlash from Backlash. Yeah, the backlash. The rest, the WrestleMania backlash, backlash. Yes, that right? that's the one. But yes. What a backlash it was. Before we do all that, and before we kick off with the ringside report, as is customary these last few weeks, we're going to kick off the show with our little-known fact. Oh, you didn't know? <laughs> Love Road Dog. Love Road Dog. I can't beat it. Um, so, did you know, Anthony? Wrestling gimmicks, wrestling gimmicks have changed somewhat over the years. Gone Oh, yesteryear, the, the likes of the dentist, Isaac Yankum, IRS, Erwin R. Scheister, and, of course, friend of the show, another guy we could take good now. Um, exactly. Adam Bomb. <laughs> so, instead, wrestlers actually tend to use pretty normal first and last name structure now. Um, and in most cases, or some cases, often use first... Well, they're real names. But did you know, it was not until 2003, Anthony, that we had the first superstars to main event WrestleMania under the real. Now, have you got any guesses? No way. Any guesses on who this might be? Real names. I mean, if I was to guess based on the notes I've got in front of me, I would, I'm, <laughs> kidding, I'm kidding. I'm not going to do that. Um, no, Definitely I would have. I, genuinely, <laughs> I, I know I know who they are. I, I'm not going to pretend. But I genuinely would not have been able to guess this. It makes so much sense when mm-hmm. you do the reveal, Carl. But I wouldn't have guessed this. Well, exactly. I might have even guessed Shawn Michaels looking at approximately 2003 big names. But um, Well, we all know that he's actually Michael, Michael Hickenbottom. So. 
as it turns out. That but that would have been my guess because I'm stupid. Um, <laughs> but um, you might be thinking John Cena. You might be thinking someone like that. But no, it's actually Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle at WrestleMania. So, yeah, isn't that mad? How many years has WWE been going for? Insane. And it's taken until 2003 until we had a WrestleMania main event. It kind of makes a little bit of sense because, like, even, even though they go for the construction now, they kind of make them change it ever so slightly. Mm. You know, so you've got Brian Danielson as uh, Daniel Bryan and someone like that. So even to them, technically, it's not their real name. So I kind of get it, you know. Well, Old Joe Anaway doesn't wrestle under his name, does he? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, yeah, I think... Uh, Feels probably... like a real name, but it's not. More and more you know. people realise that if they wrestle under their real name, they won't know more. Yeah, John Cena anyway. made that clear. <laughs> he certainly did. But yeah, that was it, and that was this week. John Cena's middle name now being WWE. <laughs> yeah, John WWE Cena. Um, and that was this week's Oh You Didn't Know. Oh, you didn't know? Love it. Awesome. Um, it. So yeah, do you want to give us the headlines this week, Anthony? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, love the enthusiasm. Just with it, mate. <laughs> right. The headlines for this week, Carl. And there are some doozies in this week, actually. We have potentially Zelina Vega returning to WWE. Only fans will know. <laughs> oh, uh, making me twitch. Sonya Deville. Sorry, I make jokes and I'm moving to a more serious one. Sonya Deville's stalker has been found incompetent to stand trial. We have Chris Jericho suffering legitimate injury at Blood and Guts. We have the Velveteen Dream being seen backstage at Raw. What could that mean? means he's probably got friends who are backstage at Raw. <laughs> um, we've got Cody Rhodes uh, abandoning the fight for the American Dream trademark, which is actually quite surprising when we talk about it. But, you know, it's um, I didn't think he'd ever give that up. Um, we have CM Punk taking a shot at Vince McMahon in response to a Charlotte Flair tweet. We have Bray Wyatt's WWE absence being potentially due to mental health issues, and we'll talk about that some more. We have Ricochet upsetting fans over the Io Shirai tweet, which uh, if you haven't been made aware of it, we're going to make you aware of it. Uh, you can be mad too. We have WWE making some new sets, potentially, for SmackDown and Raw. We have WWE superstars, superstar, why am I going to list them more than one, a WWE superstar suffering serious injury at WrestleMania Backlash. Which one could it be? We'll tell you at WrestleMania Backlash review. And lastly, lastly, Carl, we have AEW announcing a second weekly show. Breaking news. And, uh, anyway. So. <laughs> First one then, Carl. First one, Selena Vega. So, as you may remember, she was released at the WWE back in November? November 2020. November. Um, <laughs> Not like last year's. The new. Um, November. Yeah, anyway, said that way. Yeah, G- so, she got sacked in November last year because basically she had an OnlyFans and she had a Twitter multiple third-party platforms, and they weren't a fan. And obviously, she also talked around things about you. Um, but Fightful Select have said that Zelina Vega was at the WWE Performance Center um, on the 13th of May. So based on when we're recording this show, about a week ago, something like that. Um, and obviously, Uncle Dave, Mr. Meltzer, has confirmed the story is accurate. So that probably leads you to... It might be true. Who knows? Um, <laughs> it just seems to be just a refer... Is that true, Dave? Is it... Yeah, sure. I'm pretty, pretty sure I read Dave it. Dave confirms. Um, and it's now on the Observer. So yeah, it's true. Um, My sources tell me. Terrible impression, but yeah, you get the point. Um, I'm honest. I've I've never heard the man speak. I just I'm well aware of the um, you were lucky the, the, the information that comes out. So okay, um, um, I don't know yeah. how your impression. That could be accurately him. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you make of this? Do you think it's true? Obviously, Andrade, not Andrade. The other fella, Alistair Black, gives of the day. Um, Alistair Black, uh, husband, <laughs> one of them, one of them, still on the roster uh, today. Seemingly, we, um, 
So it would make sense if she did come back, obviously, so she could be with her husband on the road. Um, but yeah, I don't know. She, I was surprised that she didn't go I, anywhere else um, during this time. So I guess it. I don't sense. think she's coming back. What? Well, look. At the end of the day, it was a business thing, wasn't it? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not sure there's any ill will. I'm not sure like people are genuinely like they released her because she weren't willing to bend on a particular point, right? That's fine, right? And. I could be totally wrong on this, but I'm not sure that it's like been under bad feeling in any way. It's just they couldn't reach an agreement. So, you know, it's perfectly reasonable to assume that she might be in and around speaking to people that she knows, people that she's got to know over the years, friends and her own partner. Like, I don't think WWE are going to be like frog marching out the building just because she's near it. Um, so maybe we're speculating too hard on this and going, oh, oh she's definitely a comeback. There's definitely a comeback. Um, Maybe it's just that she she's visiting people she knows. Like, I mean, it's never a done deal with WWE, is it? People who we thought would never come back have come back. So, you know, it, it's not out of the realms of possibility. But I think at this stage, it's like, well, is she going to stop doing OnlyFans? Probably not. <laughs> so, it, it, you know, is Vince gone? You know what? I subscribe to that. And yeah, okay, you can come back. What an unusually rational answer for this show. Um, <laughs> I know. Sorry. No, I mean, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Obviously, people say. People see that she was at the performance center, or it's well, she's making a return, but you never know. To she me, this is this is up there with like seeing her at McDonald's and going, oh, She now works at McDonald's, look how her life's <laughs> turned around. It's like, No, she might have just been buying a burger, who fucking knows? Uh, only ham, um, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, sorry, I feel like maybe I didn't like I was maybe I was too too sensible in answer. I don't know, yeah, it's not like you. Like, oh my <laughs> god, Selena Vega's making a return to WWE TV. Interviewing DDP's changed you, that's all I'm saying. It's changed me, I've dropped the negativity. You know, inspired. It is inspiring. To, like, like not even joking. You're like, you know, I'm such a bitter person about things at times. And then you speak to him, and he's like, like doesn't let anything defeat him. I'm like, ah, yeah, yep. <laughs> should be, a, should be a more positive guy. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the next one, Carl, is mm. a bit of a. I don't know how you feel about it, but I think this is like just. It's just. I fucking hate when stuff like this happens. To be honest with you. So obviously, we all know about the situation we had with uh, Sonya Deville's stalker, um, and it was all meant to be going to to court. Um, I obviously multiple charges with attempted kidnap, uh, break and entry, etc. Um, and this, uh, what is it? Very recently. Sorry, I'm trying to find out what week it was, but uh, I'm, you know, this week I'm going to say at some point. Um, the had a competency hearing, and he's um, basically he's been found incompetent to stand trial, um, and he's awaiting a transfer to a Florida state hospital. So it seems that. Um, this might not be as straightforward as it was because, and the reason I find this frustrating, the reason I say this might not, this, this kind of thing annoys me is that like, and this is purely opinion based on what I know. So obviously I don't know the ins and outs of it and I don't know what the, the reason for that decision was. So this is a, on a level from a place of ignorance, but it was so premeditated and he knew what he was doing. How can you be classed as incompetent to stand trial for those actions? I just find that crazy. But, you know, again, I don't know the full detail of it. So it might be a perfectly reasonable expectation to that uh the good news in some senses carl is that um she it's Sonia deville um had a temporary temporary protection injunction against thomas and now this has been extended as of last week so um you know there's at least that's at least been extended given the current situation to only deal out a temporary protection yeah i mean i'm not being funny based on what he attempted to do to not only her and to mandy as well you know mm. You'd be thinking a fucking lifelong permanent restraining order or something as a bare minimum, not just a, a temporary exemption. Do you know what I mean? But 
yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just think um, I agree with you. It was so premeditated. It was so planned out. Knew everything that he would do there. You know, I think the... it's the bit that got me was when you reported on this um, many months ago when we first mentioned it. Um, he had like the um, the necessary tools in his car and everything to dispose of them and stuff. Am I right in saying like? Yeah, trying to vaguely recall those bits, you know, and it was just things like that. You like that, like that was way too planned out, man. It was. Well, um... I get. Again, obviously, we, we we weren't part of that decision. We have like no idea what the the information they had to hand was, but it feels um, surprising. I think whatever that. whatever you know they decide or whatever. I just long just hope that he stays away out of potential dangerous situations uh, for a long period of time. Oh yeah, um, definitely. So the next one to talk about Anthony, um, it's a bit ironic this one really. Um, so unfortunately, Chris Jericho um, seems to have report uh, seems to have suffered a legitimate blood and guts now. Obviously, there was a lot of backlash, um, not to be confused with WrestleMania backlash, but there was a lot of people that were um, speaking out against the finish to Blood and Guts, saying it looked phony, it looked fake, you get the cardboard, you know, shitting all over the company, basically. Uh, mostly from probably people who were very much be fanboys. Obviously, it wasn't great, but still, made a bit of a big deal out of it. But he seems to have actually really hurt himself. So, potentially a fractured elbow. Um, he made his return, spoilers if you haven't seen the show, to Dynamite this past week. Um, and he had his arm pretty much in like a full kind of cast and brace um, kind of contraption. So seems to add a bit of legitimacy to the fact that he is actually injured. Um, and he was injured in this fall. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it really means. He's obviously booked a another match against Pinnacle um, at Double or Nothing which is coming up. So hopefully, you know, if it's a fractured elbow, I don't know how quickly he can recover from something like that or if he can even yeah. wrestle uh, at the event. But hopefully it's nothing too serious and he will recover. But it's just laughable. Yeah, it People, you know, the amount of shit they got for saying, oh, it looked too phony and, you know, he's on a crash mat and it's too safe. And then, you know, he's actually still injured his elbow in this and it's like still not good enough but mm. oh, i'm sure there'll be plenty of people to be negative about jericho being old and out of shape and that's why he's hurt himself etc yeah probably probably because you gotta hate wrestling haven't you that's what it's all about <clears throat> so carl my next one you may have been asking yourself as i'm sure we all have where's velveteen dream no no no, no? okay yeah. well anyway some people have been asking that um and on as it turns out or rumor has it Last week's Raw, we saw what well, we didn't see, the audience, but uh, Velveteen Dream was reportedly backstage. Um, now, there's actually no confirmation or word as to why he was backstage, but uh, with an update from the Wrestling Observer, was that um, he's also been back at the Performance Center that same week. And there's a lot of heavy speculation. It's like, you know, are we looking at, are we going to see him? He's been away for some time. I think the last time we saw him was, I want to say, sometime last year. Um, against Adam Cole, I believe it was. But um, obviously, a lot of people are keen and thinking now, are we going to see him on Raw? Is he going to make the jump to the main roster? Now, and this isn't any negative. I know there's been a lot of rumours and speculation about you know certain things, and you know, there's no sort of word on whether there's any truth to those rumours. So I'm not going to speak on that, and I'm not going to be negative about Velveteen Dream on that. But, like, is he like, is he a big enough deal to like jump to the main roster like that? Like, I'm all for speculation. He was backstage at Raw, but like, mm. there are plenty of other people in NXT who I could see make the leap first. Like, he hasn't even been on NXT in a while, so he's not really in anyone's minds at the minute. So suddenly appearing on Raw would be a bit out of left field for me, you know. So I know that he was very, very over with Triple H. Um, he was very much a Triple H product. He wanted to. I think he'd work quite closely with him on the gimmick, and um, you know, 
to be fair, it did resonate well uh, before a lot of the stuff came out. Again, no idea is true or not. But before the accusations came out about Dream, um, mm. you know, a lot of the wrestling community really digged his gimmick as well and were really behind him. Uh, but obviously, since the stuff came out, that being the case, so yeah, it seems like they sort of pulled him back a fair bit, didn't they? Yeah, like, and I think if if you remember, he was around, but when all this stuff was happening, um, there was just no comment on it, was there? There was just kind of almost swept it under the rug. Um, if it did happen, or you know, which we don't know, or they just refused to comment, um, because yeah. it was you know, so there was no evidence there or whatever. But yeah, he just kind of faded into obscurity. But he was you know, tipped to be called up to the main roster several times during that time. Um, and it seems like every time that he was about to make that transition, something kind of happened and got in the way. So I think the intention was always to bring him up. Maybe now that he's been out of out of sight, out of mind for quite a while, they just want to, you know, pull the plug with it. And uh, well, well, no, not, not, not pull the plug, but, you know, actually make it happen. <laughs> not the opposite. Um, so, you know. Like the sw- I don't know. What's the term? Yeah, what is the term? Pull the trigger. Pull the That's trigger. The, yeah. That's what it was. That's, That's what the they're going to do. Don't don't shoot sort of crazy fever dream. Um, <laughs> so yeah, interesting. Who actually is he going to make yes. his you know main roster debut or well, is he again? According to according to this news article, Carl, no one really knows, and hopefully you know he is going to be back on TV in some capacity soon. It's pretty much how it how it goes. Is it a Dave yeah. Meltzer article? Um, which was it? Let's have a look. It was the Wrestling Inc. No disrespect to the Wrestling right. Inc. It's just it's one of those rumors where there's not a lot of other information you can garner from it. Yeah. Um, but from one dream to another, Carl, do you want to go on to the next one for us? Fucking transition, that man. Oh, my oh God. I fucking been form. planning that for hours. Top form. Um. So yeah. So this is an interesting one. Obviously, we know uh, Cody uh, Rhodes has been fighting many a battle over the past few. Years. You know, firstly to try and get his name back and actually call himself Cody Rhodes. Um, it's well like as... one of the, that's almost like a feel good movie waiting to happen. <laughs> I just yeah. want my name. Exactly. Um, but obviously, there's also different pay per view events and stuff like Bash. You know, a lot of stuff which his dad Dusty um, was responsible for back in WWE days. You know, he tried to trademark and copyright those. Um, you know, some have gone successful, have been successful, some not so much. But one that he's been working for quite a while to try and capture is obviously his dad's nickname, which was the American Dream. And as we know, he calls himself the American Nightmare. Um, but basically it seems like he has now abandoned um, his kind of quest to, to capture the American Dream moniker. Um, and basically he didn't provide any or sufficient enough documentation um, with the, the kind of patent uh, trademark office. And so it was just denied. However, you think that might stop the man? No, no, no. He's obviously just thought, well, fuck it. And he's going to call himself the American Dream anyway, um, at least for his upcoming few UKs. And so... I mean, we'll talk about my feelings on this feud as we get to Dynamite, but um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, after fighting so long and still not having the trademark to just go, ah, fuck it, I'm going to go the American Dream anyway. Yeah, it's an interesting tactic. Um, Challenge in a Hulk Hogan there. What are you going to do? <laughs> exactly. Fuck all, that's why. I'm going to um, use it anyway. So yeah, so who knows? Will he see any kind of repercussions from this? I don't actually know who owns it. I imagine it's the... Probably. You know, if they own it. You hear about a fight over a name, you assume it's <laughs> WWE? Well, exactly. Um, so yeah, so interesting the fact that he's he's abandoned his fight uh, for the trademark, but decides to use. Interesting. If you could, if, if we'd have known you could have done that, they wouldn't have been worth all that fighting. <laughs> Anywho, so Carl, recently this uh, well, it's actually uh, last week now. Timings and all that, you know. Uh, we had a tweet from Charlotte, Charlotte Flair, that is, for those who are not sure which Charlotte we talk about regularly on this show. Now, it was a picture of herself on commentary, headset on, microphone on, bollocks. Um, and with she put a line on there saying, caption this, 
So who's your captain this? Well, it was one CM Punk who saw the opportunity to take a jab at his old boss, as it turns out, and his caption read, God damn it, pal. Watch the monitors and stop saying wrestling, pal. Um, that's not a very good Vince McMahon impression, but you get me points. Um, so a lot of people are like, oh, he's taking shots again. It's like, yeah, it's kind of what he does now. Um, I, we've not yet, as I believe, had a response from Charlotte, who's probably thought better of responding to that. But uh, what do you make of this one, Carl? Do you think it truly was a, a big old jab at Vince? I don't think you can deny it, really. But... Absolutely, it was. And you know what? I've, <laughs> I've, been, I've been critical at times of Punk, but this, this is just fucking brilliant. You know, from the, the stories we know of anyone who works commentary and having Vince McMahon just even down your ear <laughs> of what to say and what not to do and everything, you know, it's just so so funny, isn't it? We've heard of Vince not wanting to call them, you know, title belts and things like that and call them championships and, you know, not not even necessarily wanting to talk too much about the actions in the ring, but just talk about other shit. Uh, so, do you know what? Um, like, I don't really think about it much until you see stuff like this, but it's like, it must be such a horribly confusing place to work when you've been there for years as well. Like, no, we don't say wrestler, we say superstar. No, not title. It's, you're like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yo, Is this amount, still a ring? The <laughs> amount of shit Michael Cole gets, really, that guy, like, fucking hell, he must be, like, demented, mustn't he? Because he's been on commentary for how many years now? Just with Vince in his ear, just telling him, basically just ruining him on a daily basis. So yeah. I don't know. I thought it was pretty when he funny. retires and no longer has Vince in his ear and doesn't know what to do with his life. Yeah, that's a very good point. How will he ever get yeah. by? He's never thought... <laughs> like, where's or, the like, criticism? <laughs> he's never thought for himself or done anything for himself in like the last 20 years. Like, Vince, I'm just at Subway. I don't know what to get. <laughs> Stop talking about sandwiches, pal. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. I thought it was pretty personally. Yeah, I mean, it's one of them, isn't it? Like, I think... I'd like to see Punk actually do so, either come back or don't, you know what I mean? But um, he likes to, to throw shots out there, so why not? Fuck it, it's fun. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, so, unfortunately, I've got to bring the mood down again. Um, so, as we know, and we've been pretty critical of this as well, as it's kind of unfortunate. Yeah, I actually feel a little bit bad. Uh, yeah, so The Fiend, so Bray Wyatt, um, he's been used very sparingly if, you know, you want to boost it at all. It's a whole different uh, topic, but um, we haven't really seen him much for a while. Um, and we didn't really know why. Obviously, we had the Inferno match with him and Randy, and he kind of disappeared, and then there was all this kind of stuff around wrestling. Was, was it actually him? Was it someone else? And then we haven't really seen him since, and a lot of us couldn't really comprehend the reason behind this, but something's come out where maybe the reason why is due to mental health problems that Bray is behind the scenes. Um, so, obviously, as we know, Brody Lee passed away at the end of last year, and obviously him and him and Bray were very close. Obviously, he hadn't been in the Wyatt family, you know, just just brothers on the road. And apparently, that hit him pretty hard. That you know, his close friends would would say, and you know, it's unsurprising mm. really, considering how close they were. Um, but he basically apparently wanted to take some time off. Um, after that, so he still worked for a bit, and then he's taking the time off. And apparently, when he came back, um, he immediately got some heat from Vince McMahon, and so. He basically said, "Well, do you know what? This I don't even want to be back then." Um, and so that's the reason why we haven't seen him again. Um, I think reportedly at the time during WrestleMania, the finish to the the Orton and Bray match was changed on the fly. So I do believe Bray was meant to win it um, when he did come back. Um, so we obviously thought it was a very screwy finish, and we weren't happy with it. Um, See, this makes so much sense, and I, I, I kind of, I do feel bad for feeling like pissed off with it because we're looking purely at the product and not considering that. And like the more I think about it, and the more you look at it and go, well, you know what? There was even that twang of emotion when he made reference to Brody in that match, and you could see that it was like, mm. I don't know, you could see the emotion there, and 
it just kind of makes so much sense as to why it was so screwy and why we've not seen him since and why it's all about Alexa at the minute because they're, they're dealing with what they're dealing with, you know what I mean? And, you know, that is a shit thing to go through and they were really close and by all accounts, um, they were close to the point that he he probably knew about the, the situation as well, you know, um, before a lot of people. So he's been dealing with it for a long time and, you know, it, it, it's, it's incredibly sad, you know what I mean? So... Yeah, no, of course it yeah. is. Um, I think it's worth noting that it, nobody really knows for sure whether or not he, you know, this is the reason why, and also that if he did come back and it was him at WrestleMania, etc., whether it was he decided to walk away or whether Vince decided he wasn't kind of capable or in the right frame of mind and just decided to keep him off TV. So I don't think all the information has come to light as such, but you yeah. know, obviously, if this is um, the reasons behind why and so on and so forth, like you know, obviously just. You know our thoughts, especially to 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 break during this time, mm. and hopefully, he oh, definitely, gets, gets I don't want to, um, because obviously, this I'd rather talk about like that side of it, and and like you say, offer like our um our thoughts or whatever. But um, it's probably maybe worth noting on the rumor mill that there was a, a a tweet from him as well quite recently where he referenced the zombies of backlash and said something along the lines of miss, miss me yet. So maybe we could be seeing him return soon enough as well. I don't know. I'm not sure what that was in aid of, you see. Okay, that's interesting then. So yeah, that, that sheds even more kind of uncertainty on everything, doesn't it? So, you know, if it's purely speculation that and this isn't the case, then, you know... Well, it makes you wonder whether he, he sidelined himself or whether he was told to take a bit more time mm. for that sort of comment, you know what I mean? But again, yeah, purely speculation. But either way, we you know we're we're big fans of him on the show, and Indeed. hopefully we get to see him again soon. And if it is anything like that, hopefully he gets better, gets happy, and yeah, we get to see him back. Indeed. So, Carl, next one. I'm I'm curious to know what you think of this. This this is a potential fucking minefield. So tread carefully here, Carl. Right. So, <laughs> and I'll explain why I say that. Right. But we recently had. A uh, WWE tweet, of all things, the official WWE Twitter put out uh, an image saying, who is the best high flyer in WWE right now? Uh, And they put, tag your high flying choice. And obviously we saw AJ Styles, Io Shirai, someone's legs, whoever that one is, and Ricochet. Apologies. Hang on. Rey Mysterio (laughs) and Ricochet. Right? (laughs) Sorry. Um, And Ricochet obviously thought, you know what? This deserves a reply from me. So Ricochet responded to this tweet saying there's literally no one who can do what I do and how I do it, but I'll let y'all discuss, you know, nice and cocky. And he is a legitimately, you know, really good hive. Not that we get to see much of that. We just usually get to see him get battered everywhere, but whatever, you know, he does some impressive stuff in the ring. Um, so in response to his, his tweet, some fans took exception and, um, the, they cited EO Shirai being an amazing high flyer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ricochet, I imagine somewhat regrettably now uh, responded saying, I'm not saying she's not amazing. She hundred percent is, but I can do everything she can probably even better. She can't do what I'm capable of. Maybe not even half. So quite cocky Mm. and took a bit more heat and then decided to delete the tweet. So maybe regretted it. Now, the reason I'm saying this might be a fucking minefield, Carl is there's, for me, there was potential here for like, this makes a bit of sense, you know, show that you, you think you're the best. You've got to have that kind of bravado in this industry. Uh, but there's some factors to it. Going, well, he's a face at the minute and he's coming up ca- across kind of heelish. He's also a target and somebody who he can never end up in a feud with. Like this would work if he was going, she can't do what I can do. So that she, she can then prove that and they lead to a match, but they're not going to, they're not going to have an intergender match. It's just not likely. They're not on the same brand. 
WWE are very screamish about these things. So it didn't even have an aim in that sense. So it just seemed like a bit of an unfair attack, I suppose. Um, but what I want to ask you, firstly, is your thoughts. But I also want to ask you is, do you think this would have caught would have caught the same heat had he have gone after Rey Mysterio, for instance? Um, do you think it would have come across more bravado if it hadn't have been EO? Honestly, yeah. No. Um, I only that... ask because obviously not only is she a female wrestler and mm-hmm. obviously WWE historically have not been great with female wrestlers and they are trying to do better by that. Um, she's also an NXT, you know, which as much as people like to class it as a separate brand, it is still a developmental brand. So he's on the main roster attacking someone who is on the, the, the sort of lower tier brand as well. So I don't know, like if he'd have been going after like Rey Mysterio now it might not have come across as bad do you know what I mean because of the the sort of the level it's pitched at they're both on the same no they're not on the same show are they on the same show Rey's on Smackdown no. now but again closer mm-hmm. so I don't know firstly I think what the fuck was he thinking um, in the first place um, I know there's no denying, deal, apparently. no denying whatsoever that Ricochet is a fantastic talent in terms of his ability mm-hmm. the one thing he doesn't have um, at least that I haven't seen display is any charisma whatsoever um even slightly. Um, so I don't know whether this is his attempt at trying to do something like that. And he just obviously is not very good at it. And so it just backfired or what. But um, yeah, it seems very random. I don't think maybe he maybe he's getting more for the fact that it's EO. Um, I still feel like he would have got heat regardless if it was him going after Ray or someone else. Because effectively anyone on that list, you know, as good as Ricochet is, um, he's very... He hasn't done enough to, to earn people's respect in that way. Um, you know, I saw something on Reddit, I think it was, where someone basically was completely lambasting Ricochet, saying, I'm not being funny, but okay, you're cool in the ring, but so is EO, and she can cut a better promo than you and speaks Japanese. Yeah, so, as far as all-round wrestlers go. <laughs> well, he, yeah. He's got the athleticism, yeah. Exactly. So I think, I don't know, I, it's a weird one. I, I'm disappointed by his run in WWE because obviously... You know, back in the day, he used to wrestle under a mask, and he didn't really have to speak that much. He did. Um, I can't remember what what he was, what he was now. Um, what his name was is his other gimmick. Um, I was thinking like Black Tiger or something like that. I'm sure that's like Eddie Guerrero. Um, so yeah, I can't really remember. But um, oh, no worries, no worries. A slight digression there on my part. I didn't realize that's all. Yeah. I want to say I'm going to say Prince Puma. I could be wrong. I think it could be Prince Puma. Um, but yeah, so he used to wrestle under a mask a while ago, and he didn't really have to do any of this kind of stuff then, and he could just do all his talking with. Um, but since he's, I don't know, he's he's been flat every single time, being on the microphone and so on and so forth. And I believe he got a bit of flack on Twitter last year, um, people telling him to to work on his promos and stuff. And I think he was like, I am, and he was actually quite open to the fact that it wasn't that good. Um, yeah, I don't know. For him to go after these people, in it, to your point, he's meant to be a, a face at the minute, and it just seemed really out of character. Seemed to have any enough thought put into it, um, and didn't really have any follow through. So yeah, well, it's like again, if it had been in some aim to push towards maybe even even if it wasn't something WWE planning to try and push them into a direction for a feud, it makes sense. But it, it, like he must know that they'd never go for that kind of feud. So there, there was no aim in that sense either. Mm. You know, it just seems like like you say, just like a random like. Well, yeah, she's good, but and best kind of approach. Yeah. Weird. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this next one um, to talk about is actually potentially me putting the stories out of order. So I'll skip through this image um, until the one <laughs> I'm actually going to talk about. 
Um, nice. And basically, I was like, why is the Miz flying at me? No. So the next one yeah. um, is apparently WWE are going to be making some changes to the sets of both <gasps> Raw and SmackDown. Um, are we gonna get a, Are we going to get a big fist again? Excuse me. Um, <laughs> what are you doing your own time? Gonna fist, yeah. Um, every day, bro. Every day. Um, yeah. But no. So it was reported by Andrew Zarin of the Mat Men podcast that WWE are working on some new sets for both Raw and SmackDown. Apparently, this is going to coincide with the return of fans at events in the summer, um, but that still hasn't been confirmed. So no real kind of details yet in terms of like whether they're going to be completely different, have their own look. Is it going to be a throwback? Is it going to be brand new? You know, are they going to still incorporate elements of the Thunderdome, stuff like that? Nothing is really confirmed. All we know is that the plan as of now, is that when the fans do come back, they're going to have a bit of a relaunch in terms of the set design um, to try and freshen up both Raw and SmackDown. But um, More screens, more LEDs, a bigger <laughs> ramp. See, I don't know. I, I was sorely disappointed at Retro Smash we spoke about because you couldn't even be fucking asked to put a fucking fist in there. You know what I mean? And it was like computer generated. Is. And I am not a fan. And I've gone on record as saying this. I am not a fan of the Thunderdome. I'm not a fan of the stupid 3D. I'm even I, I'm I'm even on the fence with the 8K stuff. I'm not even gonna lie. Like to be perfectly honest. So the, the my my most agreeable one is probably the 8K stuff. I don't think it causes a problem. Like the animation feels cheesy as fuck. Mm-hmm. And the to be honest, like I didn't mind the Thunderdome as a concept to deal with the, like the pandemic and try and keep things still visually interesting while we couldn't have the fans. They were trying to do something, I get that. But what annoys me with the sets, what annoys me with the sets before Thunderdome, during Thunderdome, and what these are probably going to be, is that they don't want to be unique anymore. They want to have something that they can use all around the board. So the last few times we've had new set designs, it's been the same screens, the same setup for both shows, so they can change the animation mm-hmm. and save themselves a lot of money. It's one set, you build one set, happy days. And I think that takes some of the, the wonder out of it. Like SmackDown having its own unique set to Raw was fucking awesome and it should have been the case and i get it from a business point of view and from money exercise it makes sense to have the same one and just change the graphics and whatever but i don't know just misses something for me to be honest that's what worries me about this news article is the fact that if it's planning to co- like coincide with the return of fans and the return of traveling again that makes me think that it's because they want something which is you know generic easy to put up and, and take down and move between place to place you know from a you know, a logistical standpoint. So obviously it was probably a lot of hard work to put that big fucking fist up and, and the, the set for SmackDown on a weekly basis. So they tried to yeah. refine a lot of things and make them as similar as possible. Thing so is, you don't need the fist, just something unique between the two shows. Like they're in a position like you get it with smaller promotions, indie promotions where it's basically a projector screen that they can walk in front of. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. We're dealing with a lower budget. So, the you know, the barricades are just your normal fencing. They've got one screen with a video on it. You get it because that's what they're working with. They've got to travel and they've not got the same um, foundation as WWE for that sort of thing. They've not got the same infrastructure. And then WWE have the ability and definitely have the money. And they're not even willing to give us like two different sets, even if they're still from a bit like a logistical point of view, they're still relatively easy to set up and they're not big impractical fists punching through a screen kind of stuff. Even if they're still unique to one another, that that works for me. I just, I hate the fact that it's like, it's the same as the fucking belts, isn't it? Let's have one yeah. belt and just change the background colors. It's like, for fuck's sake, do like, it's so inherently lazy. <clears throat> and I think it's for someone, for a company that's making more money than they, they ever fucking have the amount of change, like 
you know, the amount of cutbacks and, you know, things that they try and do to save a quick book as opposed like how amazing was it back in the day when every pay-per-view had a, a different set design and it felt you know like how how cool was backlash back in the day you had the big fucking fish hook things and even swung sometimes you know it was amazing. i honestly i think um other, other than like you still get like big sets at like wrestlemania and stuff so we still get it occasionally but when you look back like and people remember the attitude era for a lot of reasons but like look back at the attitude era and you go well they were using licensed music and they were using unique sets all the time. They were doing everything they could to make each pay-per-view and each show stand out from each other. And now they've gone, well, we'll save money if we just have Def Rebel doing all the music. And we'll save money if we just have one set and use it on every show. And we'll save money. And it's like, for fuck's sake. I mean, the reason so now we don't get any pyro. We don't... <laughs> the reason they save money on Def Rebel is because they're just the same. Uh, at the start of it, maybe a slight little tweak and then just some generic metal old SmackDown yeah. games. Yeah. <laughs> love it but like it, it is like everything just feels a bit too it's like if they don't want to put the effort in how does that make the fans feel you know what i mean mm-hmm. i know a lot of people they love wwe no matter what and like you, we could potentially take backlash and be like oh you don't put i bet you love aew and all that. and it's like I, I like both shows like i just wish wwe knowing that they're 30 years strong and they're making record-breaking profits might want to do something for the fans more than for themselves to save money i mean it'd be nice would be wouldn't it so anyway Anyway, Carl, the next one. Assuming you've got the slides in the right order this time. <laughs> you probably changed it up on me. Just <clears throat> We're going to talk about AEW and Anakin. Um, so a WWE superstar, Carl, has suffered a serious injury at WrestleMania Backlash. Who, I hear you ask? Well, this man. This man. He was involved in, in a devastating match in Backlash. We're going to talk about the match some more later. But um, obviously we saw a lumberjack match with a bit of a unique twist, Carl. And we saw uh, zombies being the lumberjacks because, yeah, why not? And um, unfortunately, the zombies stormed the ring after the match and um, they attacked the Miz and Morrison. I'm not going to tell you who won. <laughs> uh, they saw uh, they attacked the Miz and Morrison. Um, the Miz got scratched. You know, now he's got like some sort of fever. He's just not feeling right. He's been vomiting blood. He's been craving brains. There's something definitely... I'm kidding, obviously. He's not a zombie. Um, But no, he's, like, joking aside, he's suffered a a legitimate injury during this match, and we're not sure at this point if um, he's going to be out of action for some time or not. I don't know. Um, I'm just trying to... Sorry, I'm just trying to find a little bit of information. Mostly jokes. jokes. I'm looking at this now, he's putting pictures of himself as a zombie and stuff. But um, I believe he's still on his ACL. Um, which, if is the case, would be quite a serious injury. And I, something else I believe about the Miz as well, and I'm sure people will correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think he's ever really had an injury that's kept him out in his whole mm. career. I appreciate your supply. I've, I've got knee injury. I've not got the ACL. So it's potentially a torn ACL, yeah? I believe so. Mm. Yeah, because I think you're quite right. He's not, not that I can recall anyway, anything that's put him out too long, you know. But, uh, no, hopefully... You know, as much as like we're not a fan of the the shtick that um, the Miz and Morrison have at the moment, from a character and story point of view, he's a legitimately good wrestler. He's a legitimately talented guy. We've seen him come on leaps and bounds since he first joined the company, and I really hope he recovers quick and we get to see him back in action. You know, it's uh, it's never nice when someone suffers injury. No, definitely not. And I'm I'm a huge fan of the Miz as well, so I 
yeah, hopefully we get to see him back soon and hopefully we get to see more interesting stuff than he has been. Yeah, the last couple of months. And then you look, it'd be interesting. Like, not that I'm like, yeah, the Miz is injured. Let's see what happens. But it'd be interesting if they're continuing this Damien Priest stuff, whether we're actually going to have to have uh, old Johnny Drifter um, taking the the main sort of spot, and and it goes into a feud between them two, which wouldn't necessarily be the worst thing in the world as far as feuds go. And that's no disrespect to the Miz, but mm. it um, seems to be it's that's not the a bad way they're going. Is it? No, it seems to be that that you know they are going to go that way. So interesting. Oh, what you can see into the future, can you? <laughs> yes, I can. We're definitely not just really late as always, but. I mean, we've got a pretty good excuse this time. That's yeah, we fair. have. <laughs> um, but yeah, so speedy recovery to the Miz back soon. And the last one, if I skip over the out of imagery, um, is some breaking news, Anthony. So Breaking, guys. This is like, what, an hour old? <laughs> a couple of hours much. old at this point? Um, I don't even... So the rest of the shit is completely outdated. But if you stayed for this one, then we're probably, you know... And that's why it's at the end of the show. Yeah. We got you, you mark. Exactly. Um, but... So, it's been speculated for a while that AW will be adding a second show to their programming. Obviously, they have Dark and they have Dark Elevation on YouTube, but this is the second network show that's been in discussion for quite a while. I believe a Friday night show, Carl? Mm, okay. Um, I wasn't even aware of that myself. That's how breaking this is. So, um, breaking. What, what we can confirm is that um, the new AEW show, which is now apparently going to be on a Friday, um, in SmackDown, interesting, is going to be called... AEW Rampage. So before we talk any more, Carl, what do you think of the name? Um, so if I'm honest, when you sent me the link, because Anthony uh, was the one who sent me this, I thought it UK tour because back in the day, UK Rampage it was called. So I was like, uh, oh, I yeah. and then I was like, I was still excited, but at the same time, I was like, ah, oh, I want to go to an AEW show with you. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's it's an interesting one. It does make me think, obviously, because I'm uh, of the old V tours, but <laughs> it does make me think because I'm British. <laughs> it does make me think because I'm British. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, why not? Why not? Eh? Um, definitely something a bit different. Um, honestly, because it's like dynamite, I thought they were going to stick to like a explosive kind of theme. Well, saying that, I did not. I couldn't think of anything. C four? No, that doesn't work. <laughs> well, Anthony, that's a perfect segue because you think of dynamite, you think of TNT. But guess what? We may Go not on. be seeing dynamite on TNT in the same capacity any longer. So. <gasps> um, as came with the news of the additional show, uh, which is going to be debuted on August 13th um, on TBS, um, as will Dynamite. So Dynamite was also planned to move uh, to TBS. Mm-hmm. So they'll be keeping their Wednesday night slot, but um, on another network, Carl? Another network. So who knows what this means for the TNT title. Um, I believe you were telling me before that there is still plans to work with TNT. Um, Rumour has it, yeah. I think TBS and TNT are part of the same family or the same group of, um, of networks. So I think, it's yeah, it's all Turner Media. Um, and I believe the idea is that the weekly show will move to TBS. But when it comes to unique shows or pay-per-views or bigger shows in any sense, they will be going to TNT. So the TNT title in theory will still be relevant because we're still going to see them on TNT, you know, where necessary or where, where it merits. Now, I don't know at this point whether they mean legit pay-per-views or whether it's like, well, this week's Dynamite is like the bash at the beach, so we're going to do that on TNT because it's a unique one or Blood and Guts. So, you know, because these are actually just part of our weekly shows. They're not pay-per-views. Like Blood and Guts was just a, uh, it was a Wednesday night. Um, so... I don't know whether they go like this is a bigger one than a normal dynamite, so let's do that, or whether it's legit going to be a pay per view and they'll put that on TNT. I don't know because obviously pay per view a little different because you have to pay for it. So I don't know how they'd work that. Well, exactly. But they're it still going to um, have some connections to TNT Network. 
It is an interesting one, isn't it? I obviously us being in the UK, I don't know what the of TNT versus TBS and all that good stuff. Are they both still on cable? Does it is it a better deal for them? Is it worse? Why the reality is they're they're going to paint this as a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be one of these negative guys. I'm sure there's plenty of people out there like ah, CAW, like no faith in them. TNT have dumped them and all this about it. People will be fucking relishing it because people want AW to fail for some reason. Um, but for me, I think this is this is sort of some of the trouble with AEW that. Like when NFL was bought by um, TNT, everyone was like, "Oh, that's AEW moving because there's a logistical reason." Because NFL is usually on a Wednesday night, uh, and it was like not NFL. Was the NFL? It was hockey. Apologies, I said that wrong twice now. Uh, NHL. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and a lot of people were saying that they were going to lose the Wednesday night slot. Then I just expect them to be moved to a different day. And it was like, "No, no, we're not going nowhere. We're doing record numbers for them, etc., etc." And Lo and behold, they've been they're staying with Wednesday night, definitely, yeah, but they're not on TNT. So mm. I think some of it is like that. Like maybe just like it in some senses it doesn't matter. Like they've been moved for NHL, which is a big money thing for them. That's fine. Um but people are gonna sort of jump at the opportunity to be like, see, because they've been sort of almost braggadocious about how good they're doing for TNT and it's like right off you pop mm. go to one of our sister companies now I mean so it's an just, interesting um, one isn't it because obviously this is so fresh that we haven't had the chance to the reaction people are reacting that way um, obviously it'd be a shame for because obviously TNT is synonymous with wrestling you know Nitro and all that good stuff from back in the day so it'll be a shame to see them move away from TNT but the same that's the time, weird thing I don't know why I'm bothered by it but that's the weird thing that gets me like look at how many things were just poetic like when um, when our good friend Diamond Dallas Page or Dally, as we like to call him. Um, I didn't ask him if I could do that, but <laughs> fuck it, doing it. Um, when he sort of made his return to the ring in 2020, it was on TNT, which was just so poetic for a man who was the people's champion, a three-time world champion for WCW. Like it just was so poetically. Imagine if it had been on TBS at that point. It'd still been amazing to see him back, but it just wouldn't have had the same sort of. Do you know what? You know, really poetic sort of point. thing to it. Because I think we see, we saw the same with Sting, didn't we? We've seen it with quite a few people. It's like, who would have thought Sting back on, after all these years and that kind of thing? Maybe it's actually going to be a good thing for them. Maybe it'll... Because <laughs> they can't know. keep doing that. Yeah, so maybe it's... Oh, who would have thought we'd see Scott Hall back... I oh, know. <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly. So, you know, maybe they can finally free themselves of the WCW shackles that, you know... Yeah, that's was... a good point, actually. It's like, the best way to not keep getting that connection or keep trying to make that connection is to just yeah. not be on TNT. Yeah. And also, you know, again, we're not in the, the US, so, you know, let us know whether this statement is inaccurate, but I've seen a lot more stuff on TBS than I have TNT. Now, obviously, this is like, um, you know, sitcoms and the like that I know air on TBS. But who knows? Maybe it does have more. This is, this is definitely not a thing, right? It's just a thought, right? It's nothing I've read. But given the nature of TBS as we know it in this country, Carl, like you say, sitcoms and that sort of thing, do you, I kind of worry about what they're going to get away with. Are they going to be able to be the edgier product and more bloodier product that they are? Or are they going to be told to sort of rein it in a little bit because of the network they're on now? It's a fantastic shout. I guess it depends on the time slot and, and obviously they have, but they have been afforded by being on TNT to have that more risky um, product, haven't they? So I think it would be a big step change for them as an alternative company to go for kind of PG or like, you know, PG-13, TV, what is it, uh, mm. TV-14, whatever the fuck over there. TV-14, TV um, yeah. Um, you know, maybe if they, they, they drop down to that, then could alienate some fans, but... Yeah, without obviously because it's so breaking, I haven't had the chance to, to look into it properly. I don't really know what it means yet, but exciting that they're able what to. What does it have... all mean, Carl? 
exciting that they're able to have a second network TV show. Um, you know, they've yeah, certainly let, let's take up, it as the good thing it is. You know, certainly built up the, the roster for it, haven't they? But at the same time, mm-hmm. it means another fucking show that we've got to fucking watch every fucking week. Um, now we have to talk yeah. about the big fucking five. The big fucking five. That's, that doesn't fit nicely on a graphic, Anthony. What I mentioned. You know what? Do you know what's even more confusing for us in the UK, guys? We have like ITV kind of putting dynamite on, but not live. They put it on on a Friday because fuck it, they can't be bothered. And then they drop doing like we don't even get the um, the pay per views because ITV dropped their whole pay per view side of things. So now you have to go to a fucking website to get the pay per views. And then they're introducing a second show, and Lord knows where that's going to end up on our fucking TV. Anyway, sorry, just wanted more about that. I was still a bit bitter about that. Do you know what? It's a shame. Um, again, this is a massive tangent, but when I found out they had the deal with ITV, I was quietly hopeful because obviously we had the whole world of sports stuff from back in the day, and I thought it'd be great to be able to have a wrestling show on just, you know, network television that's available to pretty much everybody. I thought it would be do, like do great things, but yeah. I don't know. It, it's so amateur, the I'm fact that you have to hoping. wait so long. It's edited. There's issues all the time. Sometimes it doesn't go up. Be, I don't, there's got to be deals like down the line between ITV and them. ITV's interest in sports seemed to drop fairly quickly after signing this deal with AEW, which was weird because they were going to do a multitude of sports. They were going to have their own sports um, pay-per-view box office thing. And all that shit just went out the window awfully quick. And I think Dynamite suffered because of it. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if ITV, ITV haven't... Sorry, this is a total digression from the news. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if they haven't really got an interest in re-signing. The, uh, this sort of deal as much as itv have had um you know a good response from AEW, they're just not they don't seem to be interested in that sports side of things mm. um so for me i would like maybe like somewhere like channel five or channel four to pick them up i mean know, i think they do it right channel five because that's like the ground for like they don't give a fuck about anything so maybe they're <laughs> They'll they'll put that on. They'll put all the blood you want on there. I mean, cha- I mean, Channel Four are pretty much the same. Let's be honest. You know, you got like well, yeah, you got true. like naked attraction and like weird like sex documentaries is, and stuff there. Naked attractions a boss show. So. Oh yeah, it's good though. Yeah, um, <laughs> keeps me up at night. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so interesting. You know, they can't have a worse deal than what they have now with ITV. Interesting anyway. Breaking news: We are going to have AW Rampage as a second show potentially on a Friday night. Will that compete with SmackDown? All remains to be seen. But different network. Different changes are plenty. Hopefully, it's all for the. And will they do well on TBS? Well, that is TBD. <laughs> and uh, TBC also. Yes. Um, but yeah, that, Anthony, was the news. We made it through in just under an hour, 55 minutes. Rockstars. And by the way, did we mention that we've interviewed Diamond Dallas Pace today? Because we definitely did. Are you that guy that just interviewed Diamond Dallas Pace? I am. Are you that other guy? <laughs> uh, Wait. Sorry. I am. I I almost went in too then, and I'm going to try my best not to just break down laughing. But me and Anthony have got a private joke uh, about are you uh, that certain somebody named somebody. Um, you know what I mean. Well, you'll have to do the joke now. I can't do it, can I? But, you know, wait, I'm a bleep named bleep. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah. Um, so it literally gets me every fucking time. Yeah. Um, I legit, I legit, we, yeah, okay, we, we can't do that one. So. Yeah, we can't do that one, just for, you know, for the sake of it. But anyway... Enough time yeah. for one episode of the news, and um, yeah, we'll be back. Um, what are we? What are we going to do next? What do we feel like? Should we go through uh, the, this week in wrestling? Let's talk about this week or last week and re- most of this yeah. week. No, all of last week in wrestling and backlash. A fixed time period in wrestling, and we'll be doing that after. Uh... You're watching or listening to A to the K, the A to the K, the A to the K, A to the K, A to the K, A to the K.
These guys are awesome. Check it out. Check it out. Change your life. You'll be thanking me later. <laughs>